This is Soso Juve, one-third host of the My Five Cents podcast. In this episode, we are going to talk about friendship. Not just any friendship, but best friendship. We discuss some of the dangers of having a best friend. We speak to two best friends from the Don't Take It From Us podcast, who tell us their perspective on whether or not you are able to have more than one best friend. In this episode, the crew picks the things we hate most about having a best friend. Listen in to join in on the conversation. Who's right? Who's wrong? You decide in... Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. It's so, so true. I'm the storyteller, dropping the realness from my experience. H.I.S. in the building, me and Boundaries, we ain't never been friends. Yeah, it's the logical genius. I don't think you're ready for this knowledge I'm about to drop. You are now listening to My Five Cents. My Five Cents. My Five Cents Podcast. And welcome back to the My Five Cents Podcast, where we debate all things top five and bring in a special guest to decide which one of us is actually right. But before we get into this episode, you know we have to introduce the crew. We have our resident raconteur, So So Juve. In the building. The habitual line stepper himself, HLS. What up? What up? What up? And the person who tries to make sense of it all, yours truly. The logical genius. Fellas, what's going on tonight? Chilling, chilling. How are you guys? Ah, man, living the dream, man. I'm trying to keep my head above water, but lay low at the same time. That's where I'm at right now. <laughs> that's that balance. That's yeah, that's, 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 that's balance. Got to keep it balanced. Difficult balance. Difficult balance. You know what's good to, to help you with that? It's, it's having a friend. And National Friends Day is around the corner. Okay. And we often get questions from our listeners and our audience because they wonder, like, if we're, we truly are friends, right? Are you guys best friends? Do you guys even like each other because you argue all the time? You can't agree on anything. So I wanted to raise this question and bring it as a show topic. Do you guys have a best friend and what actually makes a best friend? I did have two best friends, but they wrote me into doing a podcast. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I might have the same sentiment. Definitely had two best friends. Yeah, we're in a tough situation right now because my two best friends think that they're always right. So it's like really hard for me dealing with these two guys. I can tell you that one of them is always right and the other one's always wrong. And that's how we can resolve that. But as always, you guys don't know what you're talking about when it comes to friendship. So I think we have to bring in some experts to help us with this. So, so Juve, who do we have as our guests today? Oh, our guests for this episode have been best friends since the sixth grade. One is a multiple business owner, lifestyle design coach, mom to three, and a curious student of life. The other is a health and well-being coach, physical therapist, mom to two, and currently training for her second marathon. Together, they co-host the Don't Take It From Us podcast, where their mission is to bring laughter useful content about navigating this crazy life, nerdy health stuff, and most importantly, hope that you can create and live the life you want. But don't take it from them. So get ready to be inspired by this romance and welcome Maddie and Molly to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's oh my up, God. ladies? We What's sound up, so ladies? great in our bio. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love us. We, we try our best. Try our best to set you up for the audience. I like oh, the bromance. I'm here yeah. for it. Yeah. Opposite of bromance. Yeah. yeah. So you heard well, it first here on my five cents podcast. 
Well, we are, we are super excited. We love this topic and I feel the same way as you guys. I got roped into doing a podcast. So my best friendness is a little bit shaky with Maudie too. So I'm right there with you guys. Yes. And our topic for today is definitely things that you hate about having a BFF. But before we get into that, I want to ask you each individually, what is your superpower and how has it helped you in your journey? Mari, you got it. <laughs> That's how you do it. Put the other pins in the hot seat. Yeah. Okay, I'll go first. Seat. I'll go first. This is Molly. Okay, my superpower is probably trying to find humor in most situations, whether it is appropriate or not, but it certainly has helped me navigate this life. So I would say, and I think I'm funny, I'm not saying everybody else thinks I'm funny, but my superpower <laughs> is finding humor in situations and trying not to take life too serious. Nice, Rumi. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> now you have to measure up to that. <laughs> okay, okay. I also bring humor. No, just joking. <laughs> You do. Wow. I say my superpower is spontaneity. I'm always looking for a good time. And that's really helped me out on my journey with entrepreneurship, parenting, all the things. Just being ready to ready to try something new anytime. And if this list was the the five things we hate about our actual best friend, that would be one of my (laughs) things we hate about Maudie, because I'm a planner. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. We got the planner and the free spirit. I love the combination already. Opposites attract. Exactly. In your bio, you talk about being friends since sixth grade. So do you find friendship to be like courtship, where one pursues to be friends with the other? Or is it like the Big Bang Theory and it's like you meet this person, it's like, hey, I want to be friends with this person. I feel like it's A. For me, Molly was A-list, always most popular, coolest of the class. Okay. And, Our class was 17. And, and that's saying something. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. 17 people in your class? Well, in sixth grade. Yeah, we went to the oh, small okay, Catholic okay. school oh, yeah. in a small little town north of mm-hmm. Seattle. <laughs> so I was just claw- trying to claw my way to the top. I was really trying to. It was not a big bane situation for me. I basically catfished her into friendship. I would totally agree. It was not a big bang for me either because it took us a while because we started going to school together in kindergarten. So it wasn't until sixth, seventh grade that the romance really took off, but then it did. And then, so I think we weren't those instant starry eyed lovers, but we got there. How do you actually establish this? Like, it's not like on the marriage agreement or like when you're dating, like, oh, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? Like, how do you establish when someone is actually your best friend? I think you go to Claire's. It's a, 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 shop, a shop in the mall, and you get and you get the necklace, and one says "Be best, best friends," <laughs> and that's and that's when it happens. So that's the official official contract, right there. I think it's, it's, it's when, the jewelry exchange. Yeah, the jewelry exchange, and when they know enough about you that if you ever separated from them, you're in trouble. So once you cross that line, you've got to stay with them always because Mm. if things go south, they know way too much about you. Speaking of knowing way too much, which one of you guys cannot keep a secret? Which one of you two (laughs) is the one to always, maybe accidentally, maybe accidentally on purpose, who's the one that spills all the dirt? Who's the habitual line stepper out of you two? That's what we want to know. I think that is a stereotype of women. <laughs> Men do it too. Men do it too. Facts. I was 
I don't know because I don't, my secrets haven't been revealed yet. Exactly. Now we, I have never revealed one of Maddie's secrets. And as far as I know, she's never revealed one of mine, but perhaps maybe we share with each other things that other people <laughs> so i think we're i i would say we're dual in plain field on that one it's a dual secret exchange you guys so so we had episode one we had a bro code episode so what you're saying is you don't tell these because it's part of woman code like you don't tell each other secrets but you'll tell someone else's well yep if, yeah yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell my husband <laughs> Podcast, so it's okay. We're You're safe. safe. <laughs> awesome, awesome. To answer your question, it's definitely habitual line stepper. He earned the name some way, and it's See, definitely. Well, let me tell I, you what happened. Now, let me tell you Let me tell the story. Let me tell you the story. Let the storyteller tell the story. Okay, all right, you got it. You got it. I told him something in confidence. <laughs> this female that I, I was messing with. And mind you, my brother just asked me, hey, did you mess around with this girl? I said, nah, nah, I didn't mess with her. Not even 24 hours later, the habitual lies that have come through, yo, man, you me- you messed around with so-and-so right in front of my brother. I'm like, dog. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. There's a statute of limitations. He told me this probably, I don't know, five, six years ago. No, it was 20. It was 24 no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was not. It was not. I remember it. I remember it like it was yesterday. You don't remember right. anything. What are you Yeah, you don't. About? So here's the thing with HLS. He has horrible memories. So when I he do. says, I remember it like it was yesterday, it's a straight up lie. It's a straight up lie. <laughs> I call you Dory, right? Yeah, (laughs) basically. basically. Okay, so we're not telling HLS any of our secrets. Don't tell them nothing. Can't hold water. You know what? You could tell me because I'll forget anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. Okay, well, there's this one night in college when Maddie and I got a little drunk. (laughs) (laughs) I like stories that start with this. Yeah, that's pretty much all of them. So I have another question for you, ladies. Is it possible to have more than one best friend? Great right? question. I've heard this argument, right? Multiple best friends. Does that actually exist? Can that actually happen? I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maddie's very, Maddie and I are in an open relationship with this. So this is actually a really great question because people get so caught up on the semantics of you can have one best friend. So Maddie and I are as tight besties. She knows everything about me, but I do have one other person I grew up with since I was three. And so they're like best friend in laws and mm. they're both my besties. I love them both equally. They, I would do anything for either of them. So I say, yes, you can. I'm not saying everyone in the world is my best friend, but just like I have two husbands, I also have two best friends. <laughs> well, okay then. Just kidding. <laughs> Madi, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I have one best friend, but I totally understand that Molly needs to see other people at times. And so she typical best friend move, that guilt trip right there. I know, right? I know, right? So I got a best friend in law. So tell us about your podcast. What can you tell our listeners about it? What can they expect from your show? Rumi? Or just silence. It's really <laughs> <each> other. <laughs> okay, so our podcast, the Don't Take It From Us podcast, we kind of do the gamut of life coachy stuff because Monty is an amazing life coach. 
And then, as you said in the intro, I'm the health and well-being coach, physical therapist. So we truly take all topics and we try and just talk about how you can apply them to your life. What does this mean to you? We try and be funny, irreverent, but vulnerable and truthful at the same time. So I don't know. We talk about why do ducks mate for life to how do you be your best future self? I mean, anything. Yeah, I think that's it. We just want to talk to people and and hear real life experiences, real life stories that could help us out and in turn possibly help our listeners out and, and have some fun as well. Because I had a podcast for a couple of years by myself and it got kind of lonely, you know, hanging out behind the mic solo. And so I said, hey, let's have a little bit more fun with this and invited my BFF to join me. And we do fun things like go surfing and run marathons and then podcast about it and interview strangers and whatever we feel like. It's just, it's it's really fun. fun. So going from a solo podcast to a dynamic duo, do you find that you go and get into places where, I don't want to say a, a conflict of interest, but you're not on the same page? Yeah, absolutely. I think that there's been times on the podcast where... I'm always pissed. You should see. What? <laughs> There's been times that I've secretly edited out quite a bit of her content. <laughs> no, I think there's times where like, actually, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. And yeah. here's my perspective on that. And I think in friendship and in life, we can all have different opinions. I think we're going to get into that and still be BFFs and still provide really quality information and content. And I think the reason we call it Don't Take It From Us is like, yo, this is my story. This is my opinion. Don't take it from me. Go figure it out yourself as well. So yeah, we, we, we disagree for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I think creative differences can definitely help the process even further. It can strengthen the process because we're not all built the same. So Agreed. that's a beautiful thing. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, and with someone you trust, you're not afraid to, right? Mm. Voice a different opinion. Yeah, yeah. I have a question, though. Why do ducks mate for life? Okay, well, you'll have to listen to episode number four of our podcast. <laughs> okay. okay. Nice plug, nice plug. There we go. So we have a segment called Ask Us Anything, and that was what it, it, But what we say in our segment, it's just our opinion. It, we're not saying it's facts. So oh, we are interesting. of why ducks mate for life. Um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty epic, I think. That's interesting because when we, we do our top five list, we think it's facts. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure for you guys it is. Yeah, right? absolutely. We believe it. It wasn't mate for life. It was monogamous. And then I didn't know that the word monogamous, I had it wrong. See, this is how it's just so, why are ducks monogamous? Not but it's, They mate for life too. See, again, we're now we're disagreeing and it's so awkward, time. you guys. I'm so sorry this has to happen on air. No, no, this is great. Because when I heard mate for life, I'm thinking it's nonstop mating. Oh right? <laughs> like that's it. Well, when you I said am it, out. I do not want to be a duck. I'm <laughs> that's a lot of cardio. That's a yeah. lot of cardio. <laughs> is this what the marathon running comes into? Like <laughs> No, they they do take a break to maybe eat a little bit, put the eggs away, but they're monogamous. Yeah, it's more than they monogamous. But they got do. you. But Marty was saying they were just monogamous for one season. And I'm like, no, that's not. No, they're like they choose one. Wait, do ducks know like, what season it is? Like, like all right, time, time's like up. Let me let me move on to the next season. Know. The mating seeding season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I've heard the same thing about penguins. Oh. See? Yeah, I think penguins choose one partner. And, and then they just it. mate nonstop all day. <laughs> <laughs> all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
So we're going to move forward. Okay, fine. Fine. We'll move forward from this topic, but I can keep going. <laughs> so speaking of mating and I guess mates and best mates, we are going to get into the topic of the day, which is things that you hate about having a best friend, a BFF. So logical genius, do you want to explain what's about to happen in the next segment? All right, ladies, here's what we're going to do next. So, so Drew, HLS, and I are each going to present to you our list of the top five things we hate about having a best friend. And being the experts that you are, we need you to decide which one of us has the best list because we need to end this damn debate. Simple and terrifying. Got it. Uh, <laughs> so, HLS, please explain to our judges what is our criteria for judging. This is super hard but I think you guys could get it. There is no criteria. None. <laughs> Nada. You might like the fact that I ran a marathon, and that's why you choose me as number one. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> is this true? Let's, let's, let's talk about that after the show. After the show. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot. Exactly. I forgot. Yeah, exactly. Forgot. <laughs> You might like the fact that I gave your show a five-star review, the first one on Spotify. I'm the first one to give you a five-star on Spotify. Oh, wow. The pandering is so severe this episode. What's going on right now? You, <laughs> might, you might actually like the fact that HLS is lying about running a marathon, and one of actually ran two marathons. So whatever your criteria, it's up for you to decide. But... The first thing you must decide at this point is who gets to go first. Who do you want to hear from first? Madi, you choose. Okay, I say HLS. Here we go. Here's my five cents at the top. So, full disclosure, I'm a popular guy. I have a lot of best friends. <laughs> so this list isn't singular to any one person. I had to put that out there. At number five, I call this putting my business in the streets. Right, so full disclosure again, I used to date a girl named Big Booty Judy. Ooh. Big Booty Judy is a plus size woman. I like plus size women. Big Booty Judy. And the problem with that is my best friends always teasing me about it. They say, hey, you got to buy two tickets. You got to wow. get an extra seat. They put all my business in the street because I like Big Booty Judy. Okay? <laughs> Listen. My romance is my romance. I like what I like. I don't want you to make fun of me for it. Number four, I'll call this one, I got the hookup, right? You always have that one friend, you get the new job. Oh, you got the new job, you're getting good money, yo. Can I get tickets? Yo, can you hook me up with this? Yo, can you hook me up with that? Yo, I need a job too. Can you hook me up? Super annoying. Number three, it's the ride or die. Listen, you, you, it's a podcast. It's audio only, but you guys see me. I'm too pretty to go to jail, right? So true, so true. <laughs> I'm too pretty to go to jail. So here's the thing. I, I'm your boy. I'm your best friend. But listen, I don't want to stash. I don't want to stash anything in the bushes. I don't want to bury the body for you. I don't want to be your alibi. Sometimes, sometimes it's just too much. It's too much. It's too much. Number two, I call this one Timmy Tax. 
Timmy tax, right? So you nah, have forget you, Timmy. Listen, put it out there. You're gonna put it out there. Put it out there. I'm calling it Timmy tax, right? So you have a friend who sometimes maybe they're in between jobs. Say, hey, we're riding out. You want to go to the bar? Cool. You buy me a drink? Hey, you want to get tickets? Yeah, you you got me. Every time you hang out with this friend, you got to bring extra money because you got to pay your taxes. We call it Timmy tax because you always got to pay for two. You always got to get extra money. Oh, I don't got it. I want to hang out with you, blah, blah, blah. But you got to pay the taxes. I call that Timmy tax number two. And number one, I call this one Grin and Bear It. I had a best friend used to stay with me. I came home and I'm chilling on the couch. And what do I find? Cocoa Puffs all up in my cushions. Cocoa Puffs. You know Cocoa Puffs are the Chocolate City cereal? There's a big stain. I lift up the cushion. What off? A big Cocoa Puff stain. On my, but I can't say nothing because that's my man's. That's my man's. So you know what? I just leave the cushion, turned over, the big Cocoa Puff stain on the bottom, but I try to ignore it and I don't say anything because you know what? What is it going to do? So there are some times you have the best friend who just does something you don't like and you just mm, close your mouth. You got to grin and bear it. And that's my five cents about the worst things about having a best friend. Let me interject. Remember the story right. Listen, listen. Golden, it was golden crisp cereal. <laughs> put your business in the street. You're putting your business in the street. Because I know how to keep a secret. I wasn't I wasn't trying to call you out. I wasn't trying to, if you're gonna tell the story, tell it right. I wasn't trying to put your business in the street. Maybe this was his other best friend and it was called oh, Yeah. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> because he forgot his line. Ladies, who do you want to hear from next? Go for it. You're up. All right. I, I need to tell some truths over here, ladies. <laughs> All right. So here's my five cents on the topic. At number five, you have either you or your BFF falls in love with each other, with you. So in this example, your BFF falls in love with you. So me and the logical genius, we went out there to Toronto. We were having a little bit of a trip. And my guy, won't say his name, but he's my guy. We went out there. At this time, we're like out of college. So money ain't really all available like that. So me and him are on the sofa bed together. Logical genius and my brother, they're on the other bed. And I wake up. I can't believe you're telling the story. What is going on with this episode? Why are we pulling everyone's we card out, in we, this we, episode? Yeah, we talk about BFF. We are here for it. Before you know it, I feel an arm come around me. And before you know it, I feel the heaviest foot on top of my foot just caressing my foot. I had to wake up the logical genius because I knew nobody would believe me when this happened. So I had to wake him up. So I made sure that I had someone who was a witness. So when your best friend falls in love with you, it creates this awkward situation, <laughs> relational love. It's a, it's a little bit awkward. All right. At number four, called it Timmy Tax, but okay. We're going to stick with Timmy because <laughs> Timmy, he wants advice you are now required to give an unwanted opinion. 
So he asks you for advice, you give advice, it's not what he wants to hear, and he's like, I'm doing it anyways. So why did you ask me for advice if you already knew that that's what you were going to do from Jump Street? So giving unwanted opinions or advice, that is number four. Number three, oh, you have to trust them with your life. And ladies, I have one question for you. If we are out drinking and I tell you that I am flumb up, what does that mean to you? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. Thank you. Mo Molly, answer the question. I am drinking with you and I say, hey, Molly, I am flumb up. You are wasted. You're wasted. Thank you. Yes. We have surveyed probably a thousand people, literally a thousand Billions, people. probably there billions. Only one person who has gotten it wrong. I won't say who, because he will own up for his own stuff. But my man <laughs> kept feeding me drinks, keep feeding me drinks, kept feeding me drinks. I somehow insulted Ed Lover. Somehow I blew his chance with Egypt. Somehow I ended up growing up. Somehow I ended up passing out, which I thought was like a thing that girls just say. Like I passed out, I blacked out when they made bad decisions, it's like, oh, I, passed out. I even know it happened. You know, it kind of erases everything. No, I legit passed out and I won't tell the rest of the story because it's kind of okay. disgusting. But okay. that's, that's number three. You have to trust them with your life. Number two, you have to have a pact when you have a pact with your best friend, right? So if your best friend goes through something, you go through something, right? So if they're trying out this new diet plan, you're trying the new diet plan, if they are now trying this new workout series, you're trying this workout series. You go to Brazil and say, hey, we're going to stick together no matter what. <laughs> That's actually what's supposed to happen. What's worse is that the friend who came up with the pack ends up breaking the pack and leaves you alone in Brazil by yourself in the favelas, in the hood of Brazil. Mm. But once again, I won't mention no names. He'll have to own up for his own stuff. And even with all that said, my number one is being so far away from my best friend Aww. that I don't get to hang out with them as much. So even though they may cross the line over and over and over again, the fact that I am so far away and I'm not able to hang out and receive this energy, that's my number one. So that's my five cents. Right there. I don't know what you're going to hear from the logical genius. I would say get a pillow because it's probably going to be, uh, <laughs> prepare, to be prepare to be underwhelmed. No, it's no. nap time now, that, ladies. Yes, it's Logic, nap time. ladies. Okay, you heard HLS. You heard So So Jewel. I don't know. Well, we can talk about that in a little bit. But my list is very simple, but it makes the most sense. Okay. Right? Here's the simple approach. What you hate most about having a best friend is what you love most about having one. So at number five, you hate that they hype you when they should not hype you. Perfect example, flummed up, right? So So Jew was waiting for HLS to shut him down. I need you to back me up and shut me down. Nope, nope, nope. He is the hype man and he's hyping you when he shouldn't be hyping. Number four, they tell you the truth whether you like it or not. And that bothers you because you want people to lie to you. As much as people <laughs> put it out there and tell me the truth. No, they want people to lie to them and then tell them why they're right. At number three, it's the high expectations of having a 
best friend. So unlike regular friendships, you expect certain things from your best friend. You expect certain things to happen. And if they can't fulfill those expectations or they're not met, it can lead to hurtful feelings, frustration, and even a sense of betrayal. What's the term that people put out there? I expected more from you. So that the level of expectation is high. At number two, you hate that you compromise yourself for them. What's the term? You bend over backwards for your best friend. And you may have others that may question, why are you doing this? It's the nature of your friendship. You may do things irrationally and just do it for no other reason because they are your best friend. And at number one, they know you too damn well. Mm -hmm. They know you too freaking well. I'm sure there's things that Molly can say to you, Molly, and Molly, you can say to Molly that will get under your skin because they know you so well. And there's things that you can't BS with them because they know you too damn well. So all of that is why you hate having the best friend. But it's also the reason why you love having the best friend because they do hype you up. They give you the confidence that you shouldn't when you don't have the confidence. They tell you the truth when you like it or not. They have high expectations or they set high expectations for you and for yourself. And they compromise for you. They bend over backwards for you. And the fact that they know you so freaking well. So what you hate and what you love are exactly the same thing. And that is my five cents. Dang. That's oh, so sweet. <laughs> so I'm glad you guys are still with us. Yeah. yeah. So, typically, typically when the guests are holding their head, they're really trying to keep themselves up for what's no, happening. No. So I definitely saw a lot of that. Molly was like, oh, gosh, help me. Then Molly said, you know what? Let me go with the other head. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> no, they, they, they were like, yes, it's right. They, they felt exactly. it emotionally. Felt yeah. it emotionally. Yeah. So before I tear up some of these lists, Molly, Marty, do you guys have any criticism for, for anything that we presented so far? I have a question, HLS. Some yeah. of the things you're talking about, I'm wondering, is that person really a best friend? <laughs> <laughs> so so here, here's fun fact, right? As you guys are best friends for so long, when you have a best friend, it, you accept you accept them for who they are, right? Yes. Like there are certain things about that person you may not like all of them, but you may not like 90%. But that 10% that you don't like is like it seems like it's so apparent and so blatant, but no, all these, the, everyone I mentioned in my list, I hold dear, near and dear to my heart. And then really, for I sure. just had one more question for you and for so, so juve. I'm wondering if you guys have ever thought about therapy together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have an episode on that. You need therapy. For, for everything that he does wrong, he does things right a hundred times full. That's that's my guy. So no therapy needed. We just need to journal right and keep it. Because there's, there's, there's a silver lining to every one of these stories, though. There's a silver lining to every single one of them. So yeah. it all works out in the end. I want to hear more about the BFF falls in love with you story. I felt like we got a cool there and just move on. Yeah. I feel like I want to hear more to every single story. And I wish that this wasn't just audio because if the listeners could see the reaction of the other two as the person was giving their list, it was hilarious. 
Because yeah. this is real stuff right here. My list is real stuff. <laughs> you you kind of have to tune into more episodes because we tackled some before and we're going to tackle some later. <laughs> so stay tuned. Yeah. But no, I think you guys all presented very well. I really don't have a lot of questions myself. How about you, Ruby? No, I don't. But listen to Molly. Already making the piece. She's a nine on the Enneagram. She doesn't like to ruffle any feathers. So she's already laying the lay, laying it out there that everybody did a great job. <laughs> HLS, did you have anything for cross-examination? I do, I do. I kind of want to talk to Logical Genius a little bit and help me understand. Because I feel like you're number five talk to me, sir. and number four contradict one another. right? So you have someone like me saying, no, so, so, Drew, if you can have one more drink and I have one more drink, you got it, you good, man, you good. And then you're saying, I'm going to tell them the truth no matter what. I should have told them, nah, man, you shouldn't have any more. You shouldn't be talking to Eleven right now. But I was too busy with Egypt. Busy. So I, I was preoccupied, so I couldn't tell him because I saw it in his face. I'm like, oh, but I was busy. I, I was busy. So those two kind of contradict one another. Help me understand that. They do. And that's a conundrum. It's hard to navigate that balance because there are times where you need to, you feel like you need to nudge your best friend. She or he's feeling down. Let me inspire them. Let me nudge them to raise them up a little, hype them up. There are times where you shouldn't do that, like in the the drinking incident, the, the flummed up incident. And then there are times where you know that your friend is seeking an answer that they want to see, but you need to tell them the truth because that's what your best friend does. Give them the unbiased truth so that they know that, you know, you're in their best interest. And sometimes people don't want to hear that. Your best friend doesn't want to hear that. Mm. So both things can be true. Okay. For cross-examination, I, I feel like I already did HLS. The fact that you said Cocoa Puffs when it was Golden Chris, <laughs> like, I, I'm definitely not riding with you. You better get the cereal right if you're going to tell the story right. I was trying to keep you a secret. <laughs> now you want to hold water. After all these years, now you want to hold water? What is going on here? I get better with age. I'm like, why? <laughs> In logical genius, I think I agree with HLS. There's kind of a bipolar nature to your list here that I don't know if I'm really agreeing. I don't know if you met the assignment there. I think you copped out with the, oh, the things that you love or this thing that you hate about the people. I think that's a cop out. I, I don't think you really went for the assignment the way the assignment should have been taken. So I don't know if your list is as strong as the other two. That's all I got to say. I, I respect <laughs> your opinion. As wrong as it may be, I respect it. But here's the thing. I would counter by saying, well, if you're saying I didn't approach the assignment correctly, I don't think either one of you did. Because I think your lists are very general and very high level, where I don't think it really applies to a best friend. I think you can say that about friendship in general. The Timmy tags, we all have friends who don't want to pay for nothing. Grin and Barrett, number one for HLS. I think we've all done that with all of our friends, regardless of whether or not they're a best friend or not. So I don't think either one of your lists apply to a particular I, I to disagree. A best friend. I think with yeah, the best that's hard That's hard yeah, I think with the best friend, you have to hold your tongue because you're trying to keep the relationship. There are some things you just have to swallow. That's it. As a best friend, to a point, you should be honest, you should be open. But there are some times, you know, if you say certain things, it might just be too real. So you have to suck it up at the grin and bear. It might be just too real. And fine, I'll use the same logic that you like to use. You can't spell best friend without friend, right? So how about I just go with that one, right? You can't spell best friend without friend. So, <laughs> First of all, like, I've never used that logic ever yeah. before. <laughs> I feel, I feel like that's what, I've like never that's used that logic ever in my life. I don't know where that right came here, from. All right. So, <laughs> yes, elements of being a friend, same elements of being a best friend. Get out of here. 
You know what, though? I don't care what either one of you think because our judges have to decide who has the best list. So, Molly, Mari, it is decision time for you. Can you guys come to a conclusion for third place mm -hmm. or are you going to part ways? So who do you have as your third place loser? Oh, God. All right. I'm just who say at the same time, Rumi. Oh, and I, I love you all. And I want to go have drinks with all of you and hang out. <laughs> all right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say third Wait, place. Wait, are we doing the oh. countdown on three? You're going to say it oh, in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. Countdown on three. Okay. This is pretty cool. <laughs> Wait, do you want me to count you down? Yeah, yeah. Do it. do it. Okay. Three. Two, one. HLS. HLS. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> As expected, wow. I mean, this is no surprise. Those looks got you nowhere, man. Wow. <laughs> I mean, maybe if we were in the same room, it'd be a different story, you know? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so we gotta, we have to ask. You guys didn't text each other or anything like that, no. right? No, no, no. I blinked three times and she knew with my right eye. <laughs> <laughs> I literally do whatever body tells me to. Wow. wow. HLS. Double no, HLS. I would like to say. Yes. Because I feel, I feel badly if oh. those are your best friends. <laughs> those are best friends. So that's the list you come up with. I don't think you've actually had a best friend. Oh, my Maybe I need to go back to that therapy episode and sign myself go. up. <laughs> Let me call Dr. Mel right now. I'll I'll go with you, man. We'll, we'll figure this out. We'll figure it out. Oh, All right. Wow. We have we have the third place loser. Molly, Marty, can you do the same for our first place winner? We don't care about second place. Okay. okay. So we need to know who you would pick as your first place winner. And I guess so, so Jew, if you want another countdown. Yeah, yes, let's please do count it. us down. Three, two, one. So, Logical so, genius. We oh! <laughs> have a split. Why, Rumi? Come on. It's so obvious. Logical genius. No way. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't believe you even picked it. This is geniuses, so it's obvious. <laughs> so, this is the first split we ever had this in this true. duo judge oh, scenario. This is so awkward. Well, explain your explain why you had me at number one, Molly, and I guess Molly, you can explain why you had Soso Juva at number one. Okay, for me, I love Soso Juve's list, but I also felt it was a little specific, like to a particular person. So this would be <laughs> the, best, the five things you hated about your best friend. I could have picked it, but for me, I think Logical Genius, you had yours was a little bit, well, kind of similar to mine and kind of hit the points. It's true. They call you out on your shit, but that's the good thing about having a best friend. They know all the shit about you. That means they really are your best friend. So for me, the way I took the assignment, it was having a best friend. What is it like? And so not specifically certain events, but I'm also okay. nerdy like that. So, so I had it, I had it backwards. You had me as your number one and Marty yeah. had so, so yes. Yeah. Okay, Marty, explain yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. The reason I why you made the right decision. Yeah, yeah, the right decision. Absolutely. My list is all of the reasons why I hate having my BFF. Wait, well, that is just rude. I really appreciated your list because you had your two BFFs here rolling. They were on mute, but they were laughing and rolling and loving the stories. And I could relate. I could see myself in the stories. But really, truly, your number one 
being so far away that you don't get to hang out with them. That, that hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Number one, for sure. The heartstrings, but that's a true conversation guys. So I miss you guys. Just air hug. Hey, same here. You know, it's all love when we get together. (laughs) You're going to give me the middle finger? We need therapy. Yeah, we need therapy. <laughs> I'm telling you. you all right. Know. So we have we have split winners, the first in show history. So thank you for that. Dang. So, all right. We talked about our list. We want to know what your list would be. Okay. So here are mine. So mine are your best friends hold you accountable for your shit. And, my, and I hate that. But yes, a best friend will do that to you. They love you. If you say you're going to do something, they make you do it. So that's one. They have terrible pictures of you. Oh. They have horrible. Uh, there's pictures of me splayed out in our dorm room with my pants undone. And That's a good one. That's Maudie, a good one. This is the fair Facebook, thank God. This is 99, 2000, 2001. So Maddie has horrible pictures of me. So yeah, that's a terrible thing about having a best friend. They know all of your secrets. So at least my best friend does. Absolutely all of my secrets and that is a beautiful thing and i see i kind of got the logical genius thing where it's the thing you love and the thing you hate like it's the beautiful thing. both and both mm-hmm. and okay they know all of your weak spots and that mm-hmm. you guys have talked about that one a little bit too and then the last one is having a best friend decreases your dating pool because you can't date who they've already dated so. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually a good one nice. Wow. Those are my five. Good thing. I mean, we really have very, very, very similar tastes. So that's a problem for us, Ruby. <laughs> Great. She's being very sarcastic right now because our Venn diagram of men are completely different. <laughs> I, I know how you feel because, you know, you got HLS with Big Booty Judy over there. Yeah. You know, you know, go ahead. Like I'm out because I've got a flat ass, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, great list, Rumi. Okay, so here's what I've got. No offense, no offense. Already taken. (laughs) She knows everything, so she can call you out on your shit. That was one for sure. The other one is sometimes I feel like I get memory loss because I tell her everything. I can't really remember if I told her that thing, and maybe I'm telling the same story twice, or sometimes I'm like totally forget something, so I feel like I don't remember what I've told her and what I haven't half the time. I'm gaslighting you. You can do that easily, <laughs> easily. <laughs> like sitting around waiting for text messages or Marco Polo replies, like mm, uh, is a pain in the ass, especially mm-hmm. Marco Polo replies. Okay, here's one. They know your pet peeves and they can exploit them. Yes. Such as eating the last bite of my food. Not the last <laughs> Taco bite. Bell in college. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sharing isn't caring. I guess not, right? No? Not when it comes to my plate. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was a real dick move of me, I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So knows all my. You have to pay your taxes. That's what happened. You have to pay your taxes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Molly taxes. That's right. That's right. And the last thing is, my BFF can talk me into doing crazy, crazy things that I would never consider doing on my own, like becoming a vegan, like, and running a half marathon. So kind of that. Uh, or going to the favelas yeah. in Brazil when you don't speak That's the right. language. 
All right, so so Madi, you have your list looks exactly like mine. How the heck did I not get first place with you? Yeah, my number one. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Mm, yeah, the number one really pulled on the heartstrings. I'm so okay. sorry. You know, yeah. work work states away as well, and having lived together most of college and all the things, it's like, oh, I feel that being so far away. That sucks. Yeah. And you weren't as funny, logical genius. Oh, it's true. <laughs> true story. No, true story. Hey, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I I, I come with the logic. But you you, you spoke to my scientific nerdy side. Yeah. I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, got that. But... So so, so, so Juve, our storyteller, he sold you the story. So there yeah. you go. I don't. I don't sell stories. Stuff. This is my real life. These things really facts. Facts. Because that's Maudie's favorite thing on our podcast is the storytelling where I'm like, and actually a fact about that is. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Wow. So one thing that we do is we ask the socials, we ask our people on social media to join in the conversation and they gave their opinion on the topic. So Logical Genius, break down what the socials and the people had to say. Okay, we did a people's poll and here are some of the things that they said. One is... In no particular order, but the first one is their tough love. I think that's almost along the lines of tell you the truth or when whether you like it or not. Being able to read through the BS that you put out there. So you could probably get away with it with other people, but not with them. This is an interesting one. They get territorial. And I guess what they mean, this came from Susan, one of our listeners. And she said that like when you meet, when they meet or when they meet another friend or another close friend, the best friend becomes a little suspicious and like, kind of like, no, that's my friend. You can't steal him or her away from me. And I wonder if I think people think that it's something that women do, but I think some men are like this as well. Where no, that's, that's my guy. That's my best friend. That's my boy or whatever. So that's an interesting one. I think I like that one. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Susan for the comment of the week. The other is that they pounce on you at every moment to try to embarrass you in public. <laughs> whenever they have a chance as demonstrated tonight I love that one yeah. <laughs> the that other thing my number five <laughs> the other one is that what they hate is that when they get into fights with a best friend it's bad it can get really really bad this is a funny one maybe this is related to like a timby tax they're bad at paying you back and this is like money right mm-hmm. sometimes you tell, oh, don't worry, but, you know, it's all good. I got you. But in actuality, you really want them to pay you back. But they won't. They won't. Oh, that's why I don't worry. That's that's less. He's he's not gonna care. But in the back of his mind, he's probably like, man, this guy still owes me thirty dollars, and the, the tab is running up. Right. That's my number one. I got just gotta suck it up. I just gotta wait. Yeah. I just gotta wait for <laughs> pay me back. I bet you the people uh, pull it off. Number one. Yeah, yes, that's your number one and your number four. My goodness. Another one is what So Su Juve says. They don't get to see them enough whatever reason it's in the day, especially with COVID around you don't get to see them in person I know we're coming off of the pandemic but if you live states away or miles away from each other it's not that easy one person said Miss Chit Chat one of our other listeners said nothing there's nothing oh. I hate about my best friend which is Aww. the higher road which is BS oh. but Miss <laughs> <laughs> Chit Chat we'll call you out on that BS because we know damn well you hate you just don't want to say it you got to be a single pet peeve in there for you, Mr. Mm-hmm. Chat. I'm not Yeah, buying. and on a sadder note, one of our listeners said that their best friend passed away. And the, part, the hard part is not being able to make that pain go away and essentially fill that void that's forever missing from the best friend. So I, I hate to end on a sad one, but that's what the people said. 
Yeah. And that speaks to like how intimate a best friendship really is. Maddie and I have talked about the pork that before. If one of us passed away, the loss would be so huge. We talk every mm -hmm. day and maybe family and friends don't understand how huge a loss of a best friend is because yeah. they're not technically related. So related, yeah. yeah, family. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There's, there's you put a lot on the line having a BFF, right? I mean, there's a lot of vulnerability out there. And so I my heart goes out to you for sure. And that's the people's poll. So Molly, Marty. We want to thank you so much for being on the show. Don't take it from us, your podcast. How often do you guys release an episode? Every week, Mondays. And if people wanted to follow you on the socials, where can they follow you or follow your show? Over on the Instagram at Don't Take It From Us Podcast. It's a pretty, it's a pretty great name. Awesome. Yeah, right. it's a good show, guys. Listen, listen, tune in, yeah. subscribe, and give a brave review. Yeah, yes. this, has been, this has been awesome. You guys have been great. This has been an absolute blast. Yeah, and I think our friendship survived the episode. <laughs> I hope so. I hope we'll so. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Thank you. All right. We have the third place loser, HLS, the, the, the unanimous third place loser. What do you have to say for yourself? I can't believe you guys didn't step in my direction. I, I'm, I'm shocked. I, this is real for me. These are my real friends. I go through these experiences all the time. But alas, it wasn't my night. I know. You need new friends. No. <laughs> are, are you guys taking applications? Let me know. Let me know how I sign up. Well, we'll have you on the podcast as the loser. <laughs> Apparently, I need all the pity I could get. So let me know. There you let go. me know. Give him some life coaching about friendship. <laughs> yeah, give him some life coaching. And this is going to be our one because usually we have the second place loser to, to say goodnight to people, but we have a split decision between So So Juve and myself. But So So Juve's number one is very sentimental. So I will go first and give him the last word. People, we almost did it. 50 50 is okay, but we'll do better next time. Thank you for listening. And for me, Molly, your decision making is quite questionable. <laughs> I totally agree. Yeah. I I felt like you were riding with me on top of these two other guys, like laughing. I felt like you were there with me nodding. And I don't know how the nerdy side just took that feeling. The logic. Or emotional. The logic, logic. I'm so sorry. So you, you had me rolling around. I want to hang out with you. I want to give you that extra beer when you're already wasted. And I'll <laughs> yes. you. I want to hang out with you. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm talking about. So that for that, like other person for BFF, I know Maddie's number one, but I could be your side piece. Oh, <laughs> there you go. There piece, you go. <laughs> and Maddie, the champ is here. Thank you so much for making the excellent decision. Your decision making is quite impeccable. I have to say so myself. And for the people out there, please, please, please give a five-star review for the Don't Take It From Us podcast. Good night, people. Molly, Marty, please say good night to the people. Good night, people. <laughs>